Welcome back to True Crime Guys Podcast. I'm Lord. And I'm Michael. All right, so this is an episode that wasn't supposed to be, but here it is. Here it is. It's just a, you know, a bunch of circumstances happened. This week we recorded a a Patreon Just the Banter episode. It was very fun, and we put out there, you know, know, asking for suggestions on topics, what we should talk about. And the Free Britney came up. It's come up several times, Uh, uh, not just on Patreon, but on uh, different social media outlets. People want us to talk about it. Um, and that in conjunction with the fact that we had a case pick this week and we didn't realize how much there was to it. And I was thinking, okay, this either has to be a two-parter or it's going to be a three-hour Patreon episode. And right. it just so happens that next week is a Patreon exclusive episode. So we're going to do that Push case next week. And we figured, why not just talk about Free Britney this week? So we That's watched right. the we documentary. Can <laughs> yeah, we called it. We called it Peyton Manning Audible. Uh, yep. Omaha, Omaha. Yeah, Omaha. here we are. <laughs> we're doing Britney, bitch. Let's yeah. do it. Omaha! This shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm Free ready, Britney, dude. Bitch. I got listen. I got my Starbucks, bro. I already ran out to Starbucks this morning just for just for Britney. Oh no, shit! No, it's totally just for me. I I I get Starbucks any chance I get. And I had to go into town anyway, so I was like, eh. I got nervous <laughs> in studying this one because you know, so I really didn't know what was going on with it. I don't follow a lot of celebrity culture. If you if you, I'm sure you know that by now. If you've listened to this right. show for long enough, um. So when I was watching the documentary and I saw how passionate people are about this, I was like, oh, shit, I hope we can do this justice on, you know, watching the documentary and just looking around a little bit. Yeah. You know, but you guys aren't expecting us to be you know, experts on the free Britney movie movement right. by any means. I mean, we, we're we admitting here that we're, we're just looking into this and it's, it's fascinating. It's very, I've but, learned a lot and I've changed my perspective a lot on, really on celebrities. Like, it's changed my outlook a lot, you know, on their lives and when they quote unquote go crazy, yeah. Um, well, I, what it I is, I know I would take me about five minutes living Britney Spears's life to go quote unquote crazy. So, oh god, yeah, that's less one thing than I learned. That, what I thought, I I actually knew more than I thought about Britney, uh, because that's just how unavoidable those tabloids mm-hmm. were at that time. Going back and watching that documentary was like. It was like watching the Deja same vu. movie already seen. It was like watching yeah. the same movie already seen, but like a director's cut. It's like this is how it was supposed to be. This is what mm-hmm. we wanted you to see. These yeah. are all the things you you know you didn't get to hear. And I loved like the interviews from the the old paparazzi and whatnot. Yeah, like well, those let's, guys. Let's, let's not give away too much. Let's, let's just get the, right, let's, do, right, let's right. hear your crazy intro for this one. I'm sure you're gonna have fun with it. Oh, and I'm then, sure I did. We'll go into all things Britney Spears and the Free Britney movement. Let's do it, bro. All right, guys. So if you don't know by now, you know, maybe you can't read or you just got this podcast on for background noise. Either way, we're doing the Free Britney movement, right? Well, not the Free Britney movement, but we're talking about the documentary that was about the Free Britney movement. And I just wanted to give a disclaimer about this episode. This is not a typical True Crime Guys episode. There is no uh, full storyline breakdown of Britney Spears' life. Uh, There's not even a chronological recap of the documentary itself, okay? We basically brought up certain facts, uh, explained some things to you guys, but overall just kind of gave our opinions about what was happening and what's going on, right? So, in the intro, I wanted to kind of give you a brief summary of Britney's uh, life of fame, I guess, in the form of a tribute by me. So I have my favorite guitar here in the studio today, and I took the time to learn a few of my favorite Britney Spears uh, choruses, and they also happen to correspond with different parts of their life. Like, for instance, the hit that skyrocketed her into fame in the first place, Baby, One More Time. 
darker than you expected? This is a true crime podcast after all, right? And Britney's life is not all sunshine and rainbows, as I'm sure you know, okay? But before her life was tragically destroyed, she had another chart-topping hit, and she had nothing else to say other than, oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. I play with your heart, got lost in the game Oh baby, baby, oops, you think I'm in love And I said from above, I'm not that innocent Oh, by this time, Brittany, we were well aware that you were not that innocent And so was the media they were making you out to be a horrible, horrible person. Maybe even someone, someone might call toxic. The taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic, I'm slipping under. Taste of your poison, paradise. I'm addicted to you, don't you know that you're toxic? I love what you do Don't you know that you're toxic? Oh, you know. But after a while, the tabloids and the inappropriate interviews started to get to Britney. Not to mention the paparazzi. She couldn't go anywhere. She couldn't do anything. She couldn't make any mistakes. She was literally screaming, You drive me crazy. Drive me crazy, I just can't sleep I'm so excited, I'm in too deep Oh crazy, but it feels alright Baby, thinking of you keeps me up all night Oh baby, thinking of you keeps me up all night And that brings us to today, where there's still, some people are still trying to paint Britney as a crazy person, and still say that she is incompetent of handling her own finances and personal affairs, which is insane. Okay? Free Britney, people. And I think if there's any song that Britney is singing now, or she feels from the bottom of her heart, I feel like it's the irony in the song, Lucky. She's so lucky, 
she's a star, but she cry, cry, cries in a lonely heart, thinking if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? She's so lucky. She's a star, but she cry, cry, cries in a lonely heart, thinking if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? All right, Free Britney. Where do we begin with this one? Because I don't have a traditional timeline going here. This is, I, I wrote down some, you know, some facts i didn't really know what a conservative ship was until this it's it's fascinating i guess i knew there was stuff like this there are you know i think it's designed for elderly people and you know young people that have disabilities right that can't literally can't take care of themselves but this is obviously being used in an improper manner i think you're she's being taken advantage of by her father clearly you know what this case um, reminded as well me as of other people real quick before we get too too far into britney uh yeah Richard Simmons, did you did you listen to that podcast? Uh, like what happened? I didn't. What happened to Richard? It was Simmons? huge, though. I remember it was huge, dude. That it's very similar. It's eerily similar, but nobody was talking about these conservatory uh, conservative ships. Nobody was yeah. talking about that stuff at the time. Like I, I hadn't even heard that before, and this wasn't that long hmm. ago. This is only like two or three years ago. I think this podcast came out, and the same exact thing happens. And there was one person who was really close to uh, Richard at the time, and that was like the one person who was like his face. That was the one person telling everybody like, nah, he, he, you can't see him. He doesn't want to be talked. He doesn't want to be seen or whatever. And it just seemed really odd. And yeah. maybe now in hindsight, maybe that person had some sort of legal, because the podcast almost made it as if he was being abused somehow and held against his will, maybe. Right. But now maybe it was something, something more legal. Something. More to it. Yeah. Yeah, and it also has a little bit of Munchausen by proxy to it, I thought. Like, it reminded me a little bit of the Gypsy Rose and uh, Dee Dee Blanchard case. Yes. Where it's like you have this person who is speaking for someone else who is... Capable. Uh, ...able-bodied and, and able-minded, and they're acting as though they're not, and the person that's speaking for them is benefiting. Right. Whether it's financially or just getting a bunch of attention. In this case, I think it's Brittany's father, in my opinion. I don't, you have to be careful with this one, too, because there's so much court wranglings that are still going on, and I'm sure they're... People all around are looking to sue people for this stuff, but her father seems to be definitely benefiting financially from it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I feel like when her father stepped in, she was in a kind of a bad place, a very vulnerable place. Um, with, uh, what was that guy's name? Ke uh, not not Kevin Federline. The guy after him. Was it the guy Sam that, Ash? Yes, Sam. Sam the Ash Sam Hardy. guy. The guy that just attaches himself to celebrities like a freaking leech. Like he's one of those, mm -hmm. he you know pushes himself off as like a, self-help success guru or whatever, but really he just gets rich from being next to people who are rich. But anyways, I really do think that guy was leading her down a super bad path. And that, that dude was a leech. And he They're, was... They seem... They, she, they're still together, by the way. Um, there's I just saw that like 10 hours ago, there was an article that was put up about her and Sam starting wanting to start a family together. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, maybe not then. So the documentary. Know, let's man. talk about the documentary Heck. we watched, and we'll, we'll start there because this is this. It's tough to really um, figure out how to start this. I mean, this 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 whole free Britney movement 
was it a 2020 thing where it really took off in 20 last year? Seems like it was right with that podcast, right? Britney's Graham, yeah, that, that uh, really which broke if, down each Instagram post that she put up. If like, I'm being completely honest, a whole episode about each post. I never heard of it until the documentary. I, I, I had right, you know, but I mean, I yeah. wouldn't be looking for a podcast like that. <laughs> that specific right. it's crazy that one that long i'm like these 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 ladies have the gift of gab to be able to freaking jump on a mic and talk about instagram posts for full episodes like i'm impressed Yeah, they're comedians but they so. are they are and they have great chemistry and i can see why their podcast yeah. is successful yeah yeah so the documentary we watched is called framing britney spears it's on hulu uh, it's an, like an hour 20 minutes something like that right and yeah it go, i mean it goes through everything it goes through her childhood growing up in a small town in Mississippi, it's pretty amazing that she made it to the level of stardom that she did, coming from where she came from. It really is being also being born in Macomb, Mississippi. Right, like, I can't imagine. Let's let's see what the population. I'm going to click on their Wikipedia page. Very very small. You know, yeah, probably like South Taint, Southern seven town. eight thousand people. Yeah, but uh, twelve thousand seven hundred ninety people okay. as of twenty ten consensus. So all right. Oh, but real quick, uh, if you guys are looking for that documentary on Hulu, it's actually on, it's an episode. It's episode one on like, uh, what is it, New York Times documentaries? Or yeah, New York yeah, Times it's a New York something. Times production. Yeah, because I, I had trouble finding it. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, you told me Netflix, and I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. I went on Netflix, And I too. just literally just canceled my Hulu subscription like two days ago, <laughs> and I'm looking for it on Netflix. I'm like, it's not on here. Where is it? I go- and then I, I did- Google it, and I'm like, oh, it's Hulu. Of course it is. That- I just fucking canceled Hulu, so I had to sign up again yep. with a different email, get a new free trial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I had to do the same thing. I was told Netflix. My, that's my, yeah. my bad. I relayed some bad information. Didn't check my sources. Everybody yeah, says so everything's let's, on let's, Netflix, though. Let's quickly just start, like, if you don't understand what Free Britney is, if you're like us and you don't, like, pay close attention to celebrity culture or what's going on with that stuff, uh, the reason, what is Free Britney? Let's just give a quick description. It's basically she is being held captive by her father under a legal... And I wouldn't say loophole, but a, a strange legal thing in the U.S. Mm-hmm. that allows someone to take over another person's life, their decisions. It's called it's called a conservatorship. Um, it's I like I said I had never heard of it, but basically it's uh, a legal term referring to the legal responsibilities of a conservator. Uh, uh, a guardian is a or a protector is appointed to by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life. Uh, of another due to a physical or mental limitation or age, uh, a person under conservatorship is a conservatee. Um, and so, like I said, I think this is designed for elderly people, right. people with disabilities, not for a person who is completely able-bodied. This all started after 2007 when uh, Britney Spears had many publicized, highly publicized uh, displays of odd behavior. I wouldn't even say they were necessarily displays of uh, mental illness. I think... No. When you live in the life that she's been living for so long, where she is the the paparazzi, she can't go anywhere. Right. Um, she's under public scrutiny so much. Like the, her relationship she has, like the relationship she had with JT, where they had this public breakup, and you know he was alluding to that she was cheating on him, and there was real no really no proof to that, and she was demonized. Right. Right. As the woman in the relationships, you know, basically looked at like why why are you whoring around type of thing. Exactly. And she shaves her head, um, and I I feel like. All of this stuff we all could have easily done if we were in her position. It's, Dude, absolutely. Uh, watching this documentary was so eye-opening, you know, just to see, like, what the hell she, that, they, that the, the, the tabloids and, like, the paparazzi were putting her through. She literally couldn't make a mistake. I mean, every no. little thing. Like, the <clears throat> picture that was taken of her in a parking lot with her baby 
in the driver, and then a whole story is written oh, about man. it. Like, who hasn't gotten their kid out of the car seat when they're fussy in a parking lot? You're not. Well, not only that, she's being surrounded. Like, they, they, the paparazzi are such freaking disgusting. Like, they they literally give, literally give her no room to move. Like, she has to almost push her way through these people flashing all these lights in their. I don't right. even know how this is legal. Like, there there needs to be. I'm sure with COVID, oh. it got a lot better because they they would have to legally keep their distance. Yeah. But the amount that the fact that they're allowed to literally surround you to where you almost can't breathe, that is disgusting. It like, is. Give the people some fucking space. I understand it's your job or whatever, but dude, it's the money. It, it was they get so paid. out of control. You saw how it affected, uh, you know, the the princess Diane ended up like resulting in her death in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's it's despicable behavior. I couldn't help but think the whole time when they're like surrounding her car, I'm like, Brittany, why ain't you got no tents? Tent them damn windows, girl. Why are you riding around with freaking oh, right. perfectly see-through windows? Like, you a celebrity. Yeah. Wait, get that 5%. Yeah. Get that limo shit. You can pay the ticket. Who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> like Anderson Pock and I think uh, Kendrick Lamar are like two, two hip-hop artists that are blowing up right now. They got a song called Tents. And it's reminding me of, they're like, I need tents. Got in my windows, tinted tents. I need my windows, tinted. <laughs> it's just, it's so catchy, but it's a, it's a classic song, but I just was like, "Really, you driving around out here in like full display?" And, and Britney rarely wore disguises. And at the beginning, yeah. to be fair, it did seem like she loved the spotlight, in which I'm sure everyone does. It was know? part of the business. It's, I mean, to, at the to beginning, keep your name out there for sure. At the beginning, and you, yeah, it's better. It's easier to smile. It kind of reminds me of Goodfellas when. Um, the wife Karen talks about the the police would constantly come and raid the house or whatever, looking for, for stuff. And she was like, "It's easier to just smile and just, you know, offer them a cup of coffee." So other the other wives would spit on the floor, their own floor, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of seemed like that was Britney's mentality early on. It was just like, "It's easier to smile and say hi, how are you?" And right. they're going to do it anyway. They're going to take all the pictures. And if you the the worse your behavior is, that's what they want. So right, you know, it's 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 easier to just smile. That's not as that that photo of you smiling and waving is not going to sell the same as you beating a, a car with a fucking umbrella or shaving your head, you know? Yeah, that's and right. But at a certain point... Those were the money shots when she started care. to kind of lose control. Yeah. The, the head shaving thing, I understand perfectly now I after watching too. that, though. I think it was just like, stop. Like, I, I just want people to not stare at me anymore yes. or like be obsessed with me. But like, of course, it backfired. They just became more obsessed. Yeah, I know. I know. That was so, dude, like, when I heard at the beginning of the documentary, I heard one of the people in the protest, I, I couldn't even pick them out because most of them were wearing masks, obviously, but one one woman in particular, she said, I'd shave, she said, I shaved my head too because I was tired of people touching me. And it just, yeah. like, hit me like a freaking ton of bricks, bro. Like, I don't know. I just, I'd never thought of that before. I mm. never thought, oh. like... That a woman would have to go to that point just to get people to like leave her alone or to to look unattractive so people wouldn't touch mm-hmm. her anymore. Like that's fucking heartbreaking. And she can't even they can't even be themselves. They can't even look beautiful. And imagine like especially not in the spotlight like Britney was. Yeah, you know? we're being our age. We we literally it was like impossible to not ride the Britney Spears experience. You know, we, we were like we were fed it. I'm six or seven years younger than her, and so when she in 2000 when she put out "Oops, I Did It Again," and it was you could not avoid it. And I was I, I was 13 at the time, mm-hmm. and so it's like she's dancing in the halls and the schoolgirl outfit and whatnot. I'm, my hormones are raging. Exactly. You know, we were like all his teenage boys, all kind of like you know, just caught up in it because it was it was the boy band era. They talked about that in the documentary, right? 
And she was like the the young girl that became this new sensation and kind of broke the mold of just only boy bands being all over TV and MTV and all that. Right. And not only that, and, not only was, was she an inspiration to boys, but she was also an inspiration to girls because she seemed so yeah. relatable and she was down home. Like she's from the South. She's from Mississippi, for Christ's sake. If somebody mm-hmm. from Mississippi can make it, anybody can make it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just... It was, it was, she was inspiring. It's no wonder she took over. But you're right. She had like what, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys to contend with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on at the yeah, time. Yeah. So from that, like just, you know, being, it being an unavoidable, even if you weren't that much into that sort of thing. Uh, and then in 2007, 2008, I'm, I'm a full fledged adult and I start here. I kind of, you know, obviously didn't continue to, follow Britney Spears that heavily, not being that into her music or anything like that as I got into my later teens and early 20s. And then in, in uh, 2007, 08, I start seeing all the tabloids. Those were also unavoidable. Yes, you they know, were. Just like Britney Spears was headlines everywhere with the head shaving stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, freaking out on the paparazzi. Uh, and of course, I just took it as for what it was painted as, was she was she was she she had gone crazy. Right. Like, why else would you do this stuff? But and we didn't Just, know. We didn't know either. To be fair, I mean, we're younger than she is. We're we were naive, mm-hmm. you know. Like I said, yeah. it was like living, watching this movie all over again, and getting to yeah. see what really happened. Or it's like watching a cartoon that you used to watch as a kid and getting all those innuendos and those deeper meanings that are in the. It's like, oh shit, these these cartoon writers are actually pretty damn good, <laughs> but you don't notice <laughs> right. it as a kid, right? Yeah. And I feel like I had that same revelation watching this documentary. I went from eh, kind of apathetic about the subject to like. This is fucked up, and people need to see this because it's not only happening to Britney. You know, right. it's happening right now. People act like, okay, this is this is behavior that you know warrants her being you know put on a fifty one fifty hold and you know held for seventy two hours involuntarily because she's she's gone mad. And it's to me, it's like this this behavior kind of matches the lifestyle of it, it, she's not living a normal life. This isn't you know a normal person uh, on their way to work just decides to to beat up a you know take an umbrella to someone else's car this is people that are basically like harassing her and stalking her these the paparazzi she could not avoid them and she's going through a custody battle for her kids with her ex and all she wants is to see her kids and these people will not leave her alone like she's trying the paparazzi guy that they interviewed in the in the documentary what a piece of shit yeah i just wanted to slap the shit out of the guy i know you know like He's sitting here acting like, oh, we care for her. That, that's the worst part. It's like, it's bad enough you, you, you don't give them any space. You're shooting your camera in their face nonstop everywhere they go. Yes. We'll not leave them alone. But then you sit there and act like you care for them. Like, Brittany, are you okay? Yeah. Taking pictures. Are you okay? We care for you. And the sentence before like, that, you were telling us you're getting a million dollars a picture. So don't yes. fucking say that you care about her. Like, for a million dollars, a lot of people would try to take that picture. Just fucking own up to and, that shit. You know what I'm yeah, and that guy, the one that they interviewed, that was the greatest moment of his life, her taking that umbrella to his car. Like, and he's acting yeah. like a victim now. Like, fuck off, yeah, dude. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that dude was a piece of shit. You know, but the he payday he got be... for those photos, and then I'm sure he got some sort of a payout from Britain, you know, the Britney estate for her damaging his vehicle and stuff. I'm sure he made bank off of that situation right there. Well, apparently he was already making bank off the damn photos. Yeah. But those were the, the that was the golden donut right there. You know, her finally losing her shit in it, you know, well, attacking something. You know, not the guy that got his uh, truck attacked, but the first paparazzi guy that they interviewed, the guy with glasses, uh, male pattern baldness, mm-hmm. that guy who yeah. said he made $8 million off his off paparazzi photos that year. God. $8 million, Lauren, off paparazzi photos. 
That's I never knew they made anywhere near that. I thought they made just like a modest living. Me but too. I guess, but now it makes man, way more sense. Sell, doesn't it? Those tabloids sell. It makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes a lot more sense why they're like fucking feeding frenzy piranhas. That I'm so I glad like that, that stuff has that died down a little bit. It's I guess because it's gone online now. But I remember in the '90s, dude, that was all. Like when you check out at a grocery store, the entire shelf was pot, like, was all those tabloids, dude. Yeah. Well, and look, I remember they were get every time I was in line, I'd see someone grab one and put it on the fucking <laughs> conveyor yep, thing. Yep. Like, you could. They go were to getting a gas bought. Station. Yep. Yeah. But you know it's what? Crazy. People. You uh, know what? Another thing just occurred to me about the head shaving thing. I keep going back to that. She <laughs> went okay. into the hairdressing place and requested that. They shave her head and they said no. Yeah. You know, like What's up with once that? again, like she she has no autonomy over her own life even before the conservative ship went into place. Like there was so much that it went, the Britney product became an industry. That's the problem. When when you get so famous that so many people make so much money off of you, it gets it gets out of control. It's like this train you can't stop. And like she's you know, they forget that she's she's the talent. And she should be able to still make decisions and stuff like that. But like, Hell yeah. th- it made it such a bigger thing that she took the clippers and shaved her own head. But she went in there asking for them for to do, it, you know, for them to do it. Exactly. And they refused. Exactly. She she wanted to like, see how, if who she... are you to refuse what the person wants? You know, I, I guess like you have the right to refuse service to anybody or whatever. But like, yeah, I don't. She... Know, it just made it that much bigger of a deal that she then took the clippers and did it herself. But she asked them to do it. Well, she wanted to see if she had any control left, you know? She's like, is guess, anybody yeah. fucking listening to me? What about this right. hairdresser? No, not right. you? You're all okay. making millions off of me. Can right. I Can I at least like have my two cents here? You know what? I'm doing everything else for everybody. Why don't I shave my own fucking head? Huh? <laughs> right. Like, no, I get it. I get it, bro. I'm so I'm so glad I watched this. Like, I have a... Yeah. I mean, I didn't lose any respect for her anyways. I just thought, at the time of all this, the shit was coming out in the tabloid time, I just thought... People just need to fucking leave her alone. Like anybody yeah. could break at this point. Anybody mm-hmm. could break. You just saw it. it's like who cares? Like I've always been the type. Britney's, uh, you know, dress doesn't dress her baby in a sweater on a cold day. I'm like that's her decision. Right. Like, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying, <laughs> it, dude. If you critiqued our parents, oh my, growing gosh. up the same way that she it was critiqued, so it'd mistakes. be a lot worse, dude. I mean, I rode around in the back of freaking. Uh, uh, wagons and shit in that back hatch, you know, no seatbelt rolling around back there. Like, well, those, listen, the, all those stories, dude. Smoke filled cars, cigarettes, just like oh, hot yeah. box with cigarette smoke. And- yeah, cigarette, <laughs> secondhand smoke was fine back then, you know, it was okay. right. Uh, <laughs> dude, I wouldn't want people following me around as a parent with a camera through my years. Right. Oh my gosh, dude, I was just a dumb kid when I became a parent. If somebody was following me around, nah, man, uh, uh-uh. yeah. it's just you can't be perfect. And yeah. and even Britney Spears couldn't be perfect. Shocker. But man, the, yeah, and I the think it's easy to say. Too, you know, that's what you asked for. You get you get all the millions of dollars. You're the celebrity. You want that celebrity life. You asked for this, and it's like no, not to, to a certain extent. The way the way it gets out of hand, like to the, to the level of celebrity that she has been, you don't ask for that. Like that is a different thing. Like you have no no space, no freedom, no, no nothing. Like you don't even have basic human rights when you become that product of that, you know, obviously right. you saw the courts deem her basically unfit to make any decisions for her own life. I, I, I somewhat understand the financial aspect, however, not it being, not uh, not with it being given to her father, who seems like he was hardly around through her her life once she became a celebrity. Right. You know, he was not touring with her. He was not doing a lot of the stuff that her mom and her mom's friend who became kind of her assistant did. And all of a sudden her father swoops in, you know, when she's having, you know, this quote unquote mental breakdown and he takes over not only 
the financial aspect of her life, but just her personal decisions. He is able to make her business decisions. Right. Who can uh, see her? Who can meet with yeah, her? Yeah, who her friends right. were, all of this, you know. I, that part I really didn't understand because if you look at the, you know, the definition for conservative conservativeship over a person, mm-hmm. it literally says conservativeship is a legal term referring to the legal responsibilities of a conservator over the affairs of a person who has been deemed gravely disabled by the court and unable to make their basic needs of food, clothing, and shelter. That's he got bullshit. that as well. <laughs> the financial one, I know they were worried because she, you know, she was making some questionable decisions in the men that she was dating, and maybe they were trying to take advantage of her financially. That's what they thought, at least. Right. But once again, she's an adult. She can make those decisions. If you, if you hang out with someone who's a gold digger or whatever you want to call it, that doesn't mean the courts should just mean, oh, we're taking away your ability to make your own decision because you're clearly you're hanging out with people that are trying to rip you off. Right. That doesn't happen in anyone else's life. Nope, nope. Men get ripped off all the time by gold diggers, and yeah. nobody is <laughs> doing a conservatorship over them, as they should not. <laughs> as they should not. Point. Listen, but I think the whole conservatorship happened. I think there was more pressure on Britney than just the money. I think, I think, possibly, allegedly, please don't sue me, Dad. Uh, her dad was saying <laughs> some shit about the kids. Like, maybe, like, I'll get... I'll fight for you oh, to get yeah. full custody, the kids again, or so I'll be a co-signer so you can get your kids back, or whatever that may be. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. the maybe the judge was like, "Well, if you let your father take control over your life and your finances and take some of this burden off of you, you can, then now you can you, see your kids more." Exactly, you can see your kids more, and she didn't have a choice because she wanted to be a mother and to have a family yes. from the start. That was obvious. Even when she still had control over her estate in those earlier interviews, she said, I, I just want this to be a side thing. I just want to have a family and live a normal life. That's probably what she always wanted once she entered adulthood. That's but what she, she said from a young deep. age in interviews when she, was, when, she, when she was first becoming a celebrity. Yes. She said that. Yeah. And, and her, yeah. her parents were just like, no, that's not acceptable you know, to a certain point. And her mom, I feel like, is just as guilty as far as pushing her into this. Now, it did seem like she enjoyed it at the beginning, but of course, what kid wouldn't? You know, it's exciting. You get to travel, you get to sing and dance on stage, right? But once she got into adulthood, it was obvious that she was ready to hang it up. She was ready to, you know, maybe do this on the side, maybe do this for a season, and then live a life and start a life, obviously, because she kept trying to settle down with every guy she was with. You know, it was like she was looking for it. But just mm-hmm. in all the worst places, and she was already successful, so we it was impossible to know these guys' motives. Right. You know, it's it's a tragic man. It's a tragic. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely definitely changed my outlook on things. I, that, that's it seemed like. I, I wonder. I guess a good question to ask her was like, if you could go back mm-hmm. and like make change your decision as far as when you were however old when she when in 2000 or you know when she really blew up right after the mickey mouse club if you could just you know she, i guess she said when mickey mouse club got canceled or whatever she went back to high she lived a normal life playing basketball and if you could just not put out that album and not become a superstar would you just like you know lived a normal life in mississippi or would you choose to take the life you've you've taken i mean it's hard to say when you've had kids because you're like well if that didn't mean if that means that i don't get to have the two kids that i had then of course right, i'm gonna right. choose the life i had but like you know what I mean? If you got to have those same two kids, if you could have select that lifestyle, would you do it? Right, or, and live in man, live in anonymity. Doesn't seem like somewhere. a fun life. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's 
seems like there's great parts and then there's just miserable like most of it is that was so sad at the end like near the end of the documentary when she was like i'm sad you know when she just had that moment of momentary yeah uh, she was just a moment of honesty words. yeah yeah in regards to the loss of control she's had over her own life and how everything is just being controlled for her yeah well you it's know weird. what it's it sucks that Britney hit her superstardom before social media. You know, I really think social media helps protect so many famous people now because they have mm -hmm. their chance to state their claim. So what happens? Like as Insta soon as yeah, you saw that with Instagram. She's like, I finally get to put out there what I want to say. That's right. Of what's being said for me. That's right. And other celebrities are are onto that shit. So when their names are slighted or lies are said about them in the media, they get to you can immediately go on their Instagram or their Twitter or whatever and see what they have to say about it. And that's mm -hmm. that's how that's the way it should be. It's nice that celebrities have as much reach as these fucking tabloids that were leeching off of their pictures and off their lives all this time. You know, it's like now celebrities can make their own tabloids, <laughs> whatever right. they want. You know, it's uh, it shows you how how perverse the the conservatorship conservatorship that it was because her even her Instagram she had to be very cryptic in the stuff that she posted. She couldn't even just come out and directly say anything. It was like I'll you tell know, you. I'll all like, oh, I'd, I'd like to be on the other side of this wall. Like, <laughs> it's it's yeah. stopping me. You know, little cryptic messages like that. I know. It, it definitely made me feel like there's a lot more conservatorships out there, didn't it? Because yeah. remember when that, the I can't remember his name, but the lawyer that she wanted to hire, the lawyer she wanted to represent her, uh, but the Andrew judge... Andrew Wallet, or no, 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 Andrew Wallet was the guy that the father appointed. That was yes. a sick part of this. Yes. That was disgusting when he... he uh, tried to change the terms to make it more of a business. Like, we, we've really benefited from this. This is great. Let's keep this going. Right. Like, and that's whoa, what I was saying. The, that lawyer that she was going to have, he said that he saw script in the, in the write-up or the legal work or whatever that he got to see that talked about how they wanted to look into the future and how to make a conservatorship a, a mm -hmm. better business model. He was like, <sighs> business model? He's like, just right. the fact that they use the phrase business model should be alarming. Yeah. Right? I mean, how many people are doing this? We don't know. Crazy. And when you think well, about it's... the age at which people peak now, it's getting younger and younger and younger. These kids on TikTok are millionaires, bro. These kids on yeah. YouTube. There's a guy that lives like two hours from me. His name's Mr. Beast. You maybe have heard of him. He's a super popular oh, yeah, YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. That Who dude. Hasn't? <laughs> huh? Who hasn't heard of him? Right. He lives that dude's, close to you, huh? Yeah, yeah. That dude is insane, man, how much he blew up. And he's just like, what? I don't know. Let's just go give money away. I don't fucking know. Now he just spends all his videos buying stuff for people. I seen this video. Yeah, I, I guess you're right, man. Britney was at the tail end of the the, the like a despicable music industry, celebrity yes. culture that just just used and abused and drained yes. these people. Before they had a voice. I talked about it a little bit in the 27 Club episode you did on Sandu, where it's like the music industry just uses you up. Dude, she could have been there. a lot of why you see so many of them die young of drug abuse and stuff because they, they just get used so hard by the industry and drained. And nowadays, me, when you become a celebrity, a lot of times they do it on their own on the internet, yeah. and they're getting all the profits, and there's very few people in the background that are trying to suck them dry like leeches. Right. Much better. Yeah. You know what? Playing devil's advocate here, though, I feel like at the time that he stepped in, he definitely should not still be in charge, but at the time her dad stepped in, she may have been heading for that 27 club route. You know what I'm saying? I feel like at that time was her lowest point. 
I, yeah, like, I think it came down to the the custody battle. I think that's all. I think she yes. was. Yes. I feel like at that yeah, point, so. and she was she was on she was on the road to lose custody. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then she had this guy who wanted to attach himself to her, and if he's attached to her when she passes, I'm sure something will be left for him. You following me? Like I don't know. This mm-hmm. this is dark. It's a dark road, but it just if you look back at other people in the 27 Club and or just young celebrities that have taken their lives, and it just looks very similar to the 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 uh, what is it? The deraveling path that she was on. Yeah. yeah, it seemed very similar. What's up, creepers? I want to take a minute to talk to y'all about graphic design. I wouldn't call myself a pro, but I've been designing logos and art since paint. So I've been at it a minute. There's nothing more frustrating than having a vision for a design in your head, but not being able to make it come to life. Whether the restriction is with your skill level, budget, or even subpar design tools. But luckily, now there's Canva Pro. And my designs are about to go pro as well. Canva Pro is the easy-to-use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro. Whether you're a professional designer or just getting started, Canva Pro can help boost your team's productivity and creativity. It's a quick, easy, and affordable way to design whatever you need. No matter what you're creating and sharing, Canva Pro has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. Plus, Canva Pro comes with time-saving tools that simplify and speed up the creative process. You get all this and more in just one Canva Pro subscription. My favorite part about Canva Pro is the background remover. It saves me so much time that I used to waste manually erasing around objects I wanted to keep. Trust me, it sucks. There's no idea too big or small for Canva Pro. We're going to be implementing Canva Pro in all aspects of our show here. From postcards we send to listeners, to merch designs and episode graphics for social media. I know many of you are business owners yourself, or at least aspire to be. Now is your chance to look professional in all aspects of your business. My coach used to tell me, You look good, you play good. And I promise you, Canva Pro will have you looking good. So design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use my promotion code. Just go to canva.me slash creeper to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash creeper. Canva.me slash creeper. Well, she I think she's she's been somewhat public about the fact that she she almost was okay with the conservatorship at that time in her life but her father was the wrong person for it you know right. she'd almost rather an institution manage her finances and things like that and as far as her person you know maybe maybe not have the courts rule on this but have you know a closer relationship with her her mother or something like that to help her get through like decisions like this stuff and stay try to stay in the darkness a little bit more and not not have these public freakouts. Right. And that again, that brings me back to I think the, the reason the father was chosen or the 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 card that he played was the fact that I am the grandfather of these children. I care about these children. Let me be the conservator the conservator over the account. See what I'm saying? And then she yeah, can yeah. have full custody. Because if a bank takes control of her account, that bank is not with her. That bank is not a supervisor. That bank can't be in her life. That bank can't help her watch children. You follow me? Yeah. But, her, but yeah. a father can, on paper, and to the judge. And you know he's going in there and playing the best father in the world when he walks in mm-hmm. there to the judge. I mean, even though, the, you know, you remember the allegations that came up at the end towards him. And I, and I call yeah, them allegations. Was, uh... Those are still ongoing, right? 
mm-hmm. that he yeah. possibly had some sort of physical uh, encounter with altercation with one of yeah, his sons. Like a, I guess like a children. I guess like an abuse thing, right? Not like a sexual mm-hmm. abuse. I didn't get that vibe from right. it. Maybe he hit him or something. Um, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? He seems very old school. Britney's dad's definitely old school. He's old school Louisiana. Um, I'm sure the he's... Brother, the brother seemed quite old school as well. Yeah. That was an odd interview as well. He's he's old school, bro. He wow. probably he's probably still lives in uh, Louisiana, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. He's probably still in Kentwood mm-hmm. kicking it. Um, and I bet yeah, both the women of them in our I, family, they're very strong willed and they, they make, they want to, they want to make their own decisions. God forbid. Yeah. And that, I love the host of that. He was like, uh, isn't that constitutional? Yeah, <laughs> I was right. like, thank you. You mean like human fuck? rights? <laughs> what is this? Oh man. Uh, that's, that was awkward. Yeah, that was, he tried to brush that off. That didn't work out too well. That was like all I needed to hear from that dude. I was like, okay, that's right. why he's not the in The family's here. like, this is why we don't tell you to talk in public, bro. Yeah. And it's probably why, uh. Dude, you know what raised questions? What about Jamie Lynn? What about her little sister? Where's she at? Yeah. She's been she's been fairly uh, public uh, arguing with people online about like you know this is my stay out of my sister's business don't don't speculate on her mental health and stuff like that you don't know and yada yada. Well, what 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 do you mean? What side is she on? She thinks the conservatorship should stay in place. I, I that I couldn't quite tell. I, I just saw some some like brief arguments she got into people with. I just feel like if she's on Britney's side, why not be in the documentary like everyone else who claimed to be on her side? You know what I'm saying? Well, um, that's got to be tough because her dad is clearly on the other side, so that's... Yeah, or her dad is over her shit, too. Yeah. Because, you know, she's... I mean, she's got to be worth something. She had that show. She had a couple... Maybe a couple sitcoms. Shit, I don't know, for Nickelodeon mm-hmm. or something. She's had some albums. So, you know, once you're a celebrity now, you you always have a following online. You know what I'm saying? There's always people on the internet that are willing to follow you. And if Jamie Lynn Spears starts a... Oh, she's probably got million million followers on damn Instagram right now. You know what I'm saying? So there's money to be made in that uh, with her as well. So who knows what the dad's got his hands in. Yeah. But that was her brother in the interview, right? So here's a here's an article about she Jamie Lynn Spears responds to free Britney drama in a recent Instagram post. Jamie Lynn did not comment on the conservatorship directly, but wrote about the need for privacy in matters pertaining to mental health. Quote: If you deal with mental illness or care for someone dealing with mental illness, then you know how important it is to respect the situation with privacy for the person. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, so she's alluding. She, she's that just Britney requesting privacy all around, and then she got into an argument with someone. Someone had posted. No jokes right now. I've dedicated my career to offering education and insight about bipolar disorder, and I'm disturbed by what I'm seeing. Personal opinions about someone aside, a manic episode isn't a joke. If you can't uh, offer understanding or sympathy, offer your silence. That was someone uh, posting on Twitter and she or Instagram, and she responded. Jamie Lynn Spears said, You have no right to assume anything about my sister and have no right to speak about her. Whoa. Uh, Because okay. okay, someone else commented and said, how about your sister's obvious mental illness? Why don't you speak of that? And she said, you have no right to assume anything about my sister, and I have no right to speak about speak about Here. her health and personal matters. She is a strong, badass, unstoppable woman, and that's the only thing that is obvious. Yeah, exactly. Listen, lots of people have mental illnesses and manage their own money. It's, it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is just not an excuse. Even if you're out here saying that she has a mental illness, okay, well, that's fine. Lots of people do. Lots of people are dealing with bipolar anxiety and depression every single day, and guess what? They have control over their own finances and who they want and don't want in their lives. Perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm speculating on her 
mental illness or whatever, a lack thereof. I, I I lean more towards. I don't know if she ever was crazy. I just feel how? like she would. She, if anything, she was driven crazy she was by the stage. situation. Like you're, you're, if you're the the level of stardom that she got to, the the paparazzi not giving her any space, and then her trying to make it through her own. We all have struggles in life and we all have things we have to deal with and when you're trying to deal with that on top of every single decision you make is being blasted out all over the place and you're being judged by talk shows and, and magazines and tabloids and you know, it's it's bound to drive you crazy and she like I said she was in, in this custody battle with with Kfed and trying to see her kids more and yet she she can't go anywhere yeah, and then she without goes people in her face with cameras and stuff like that. Like I would freak out as well, and I, I'm not sure that would mean that I'm mentally ill. That would just mean like I'm a human being with emotions. Yeah, you know? get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, yes, for sure. And then when exactly, she, and then, I probably would have beat the guy with the umbrella, not his car. Right, to be exactly. I would have put it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We ain't even touched Made a on freaking shish kebab out of him, dude. We ain't even touched on the the questions that were asked to her during interviews. Like, what the fuck, man. That shit would right. never. Oh my god! How disgusting. much has how much has like people? How could you woke do that to JT? Then? How could you do? What kind of person? <laughs> what? Dude, what about when they asked her straight up if she was a virgin? Like what the? Oh fuck? my god! Just gross, right? What does that matter? What realm is that okay to ask? Seriously, or or like he she went on this one thing and he was like she oh, handled it with well, such class too. We're gonna Man, like she like, she really kept it together for so long. Like being dealing with all this shit is pretty amazing. Yeah, she did. She was just being courteous, being polite. But there was like that one show she went on. He was like, oh, oh, you know, I'm gonna ask you about your boobs or something like that. And, he, and she, <laughs> your breasts. Yeah, well, it's like what. No, and then why? he and then he proceeded to say, you know, and I know that like you get upset when people ask you then this, and it's like, well, then why the fuck did you ask it again? Man, crazy, oh, crazy, God, crazy. that's that's just that's insane. See, that's the kind of stuff I didn't see as a kid. You know, I, I never yep, watched yep. that stuff. I I wasn't it. Like I said, I just didn't have the patience for that sort of thing <laughs> as as a kid. So I never saw that side. I never saw those interviews. And saw the questions that she was asked and the way she was demonized for every relationship that failed. It's always her fault. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, to wrap it up, it's ongoing. Um, it is. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of the stuff we're saying is our opinions, man, so like don't yeah. sue us or whatever. Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess uh, her, it sounds like her father has lost the uh, personal side of it, uh, the uh, person's conservatorship of person so she has her ability to make her own decisions again thankfully and there is a bank <laughs> um, but he still has con- he has joint now. custody over her over her finances with a bank so yes he's still deeply involved he's still head of the conservatorship mm-hmm. um and that's that's ongoing and she's kind of made more cryptic posts about you know thanking the support that she's gotten uh, not directly saying the free britney movement but basically saying it without saying it Right. That she appreciates the support in this and making it clear that she wants her father to not be in control of her life anymore. Rightfully so. I mean, as far as the courts are concerned, I don't see what the deal is, man. I mean, if she, she, he has to give, right? If she refuses, well, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what he's got up his sleeve? You see how dirty that could be? If she's like, I refuse to make you any more money. Right. And they're like, hold on, hold on. Everybody involved, hold on. You know, it's, it's messed up too. Like they talked about that she's, you know, she's paying for his lawyers, her lawyers. She's paying yeah, for everything. She's paying for and everything. It's just like there's a conflict of interest there where it's like everybody's everybody getting paid mm-hmm. by Britney as usual. Right. But hopefully so. that's a good thing. Hopefully all the lawyers are thinking, hmm, I think I want to work for Britney in the future, maybe. <laughs> or they're <laughs> thinking, let's just keep this thing 
going so that we can keep having these hearings so that we can keep getting paid you know mm-hmm. yeah good so. point lauren good point that's that's that makes way more sense just keep dragging it on that's it makes you wonder why the courts take so long to do everything's because everybody's getting paid as long as they keep having court hearings and whatnot yep yep they want you to keep sweating it out man so they can yep. keep on making money but if you have oh my gaia it's not that big a deal though you know? Yeah, when you're sweating it out, at least it smells delicious. That's right. <laughs> oh My Gaia is an innovative, all-natural <laughs> deodorant fragrance and beard oil company specializing in paraben and aluminum-free products. Their innovative line of deodorants inhibit the growth of odor-causing bacteria while maintaining effectiveness. At Oh My Gaia, they use only all-natural paraben and aluminum-free organic ingredients. And there's definitely a scent for you guys. You don't want to be sitting in there with your B.O. in the courtroom. just doesn't come off very confident, right? So you try like vanilla or cherry almond, or sandalwood, lavender, lemongrass, Egyptian musk, coconut, dreamsicle, leather, lumberjack, honeysuckle, fireside, bergamot, amber. Or if you really want to get crazy, you could get our very own custom scent, True Crime Pine, made just for the true crime guys. That's right. We are very flattered. Thank you so much, Oh My Gaia. There's also other scents like Barbershop and Pear, and new scents are being added all the time. So you guys go check it out at ohmygaia.com. And because you are true crime guys listeners... You can use the word creeper, C-R-E-E-P-E-R, for 15% off your order at shop underscore ohmygaia on Instagram or ohmygaia.com, O-H-M-Y-G-A-I-A.com. Go get you some. Do it. Do it. Use the code word creeper, right? Creeper. Until until we change Uh, it. Yep. I want to thank Just Jage. Okay. Just Just Jage uh, from the U.S. Uh, who rated and reviewed the show this week said best theme song five stars. Uh, says I admit I started with True Crime Garage and when I <laughs> devoured all those episodes I needed something more something a little different just the satisfying True Crime guys hits the spot definitely my new guilty pleasure keep I'd like to think we are the guilty pleasure of True Crime right are we are a little we less professional pleasure? little more little more goofballish yeah. um, but we still do our best to get the facts right that's you right know, we obviously get some wrong sometimes but. We do our best. That's the point. That's right. I'll take it. The guilty pleasure of true crime. Yeah. Let's uh, give some thanks to people who have given comments on Podbean recently. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah. say uh, thanks to Mel79 from Christchurch. Remember we did that episode yeah, in Christchurch a few weeks back? Uh, she says, hi, guys. This is Melanie from Christchurch, New Zealand. Well done on covering the Parker Hume case so well. Our country is as beautiful as you suggested. Uh, minus snakes and gators. Love your show. Five stars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. And I told her that I'd probably be moving there to retire someday because it, it just I don't hear anything bad about New Zealand. It sounds beautiful. Let's uh, shout out a few people who gave positive feedback on Instagram this past week. Uh, we got Amanda Jane, June Ho, Buffalo's mom. Hell yeah. And also we had uh, Recovery in Color VT who put up a nice post with a picture of all the Oh My Gaia that she ordered. Oh, uh, very happy with it as usual. Very nice. So. It's always nice to have choices with Oh My Gaia, you know? Get you, right. get you a couple different jars. You could cycle through them, you know? You don't want to smell the yeah. same every day. Mix it up. Mix no, it up. No, my cabinet's filled with like 10 different scents. Yeah. I always I always like to keep Egyptian musk, fireside, and true crime pine on hand. Those are my those are my mm-hmm. three. Those are my top three. But I like to mix it up with a new scent every now and then, you know? I like to I like to keep people on their heels, you know? Uh, you you right. show up to show up to work smelling a little bit different every day, seven days a week. That's Not right. That I work seven days a week, but <laughs> <laughs> who does that? That's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> All right. 
that about right. do it? Uh, I mean, I guess we plug our own stuff. Check out our Patreon page. If you want to hear next week's episode, you have to be a patron member, by the way. Patreon.com slash True Crime Guys. Two bucks a month gets you access to all kinds of premium content. One episode a, a month that we do is only for patron members. $2 a month gets you in on that. $5 a month gets you a gold creep man sticker, and it gets you Just the Banter, which is another show that we do. Just the Banter. Uh, every Friday we release it. It's us just sitting around shooting the shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. we, like this past week, get suggestions on what we should talk about. Someone asked what our final meal, if we were on death row, would be. Mine might surprise you. It's pretty gross and delicious. And mine's bread. No. <laughs> mine's bread. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so Patreon has so much stuff, and next week we're doing a very uh, big hitter, long, it's sure to be a long episode, uh, one oh, of America's yeah. earliest serial killers, if you can figure it out through that. Oh, uh, probably not. Well, hopefully yeah, we not. Got you a, guys probably we got can. A book. We got a book to do the case, so it should, it should yep. be a good long one for you next week. That's right, guys. That's patreon.com slash guys. Yep. Check so, out our other show as well. Uh, yes. Strange and Unexplained. Strange and Unexplained, wherever you listen, guys. New episodes drop on Mondays. Uh, We just released episode 51, I think. Yes, 51 this past week. I released part two of Flight 571, an incredible survival story. Uh, Uruguayan Flight 571 crashes in the Andy Mountains, and uh, not everybody dies, so spoiler alert. Uh, But it's still an incredible survival story. It's something a little out of the ordinary. Uh, it's, it's, It's not exactly crime, but it's something that's... Incredibly strange and something that's uh, maybe a little uplifting for once uh, from one of the <laughs> for one of our dark podcasts. So check yep. that guy, check that out, guys. Uh, strange and unexplained, and there's also a Patreon for Strange and Unexplained, Patreon.com/slash/sandupodcast, and you guys get early access to the free episodes instead of being released on Mondays. They're released on Thursdays, and then I release you another show on Mondays called Strange Shorts. So. And that's patreon.com slash S and U podcast. And check out yep. our merch, guys. One more thing. Check out check our merch. Out. Yes. Truecrimeguys.threadless.com. That's right. Threadless, Redbubble. Uh, we got several different ones. There's links in the uh, below the episode to merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out all of our social media. We're at True Crime Guys Instagram, at True Crime Guys Twitter. Yep. We have a Facebook. We have a closed group on Facebook, ran by Michelle K, longtime listener. You can really let your freak flag fly in there. You can really. Go on there and be, be with a bunch of like-minded uh, true crime fans right? and fans of our show that just like to put some funny memes up or just talk about stuff that you really can't talk about in your normal life, right? and you will be accepted. So Yeah, you might have some questions about serial killers or their methods or whatever it is. You can ask them there, yep. or that, that raunchy meme or whatever it is that you want to share. Not raunchy so yep. much, but, uh, you know, off-color true crime, I guess. So, yeah. I guess that about does it. We'll see you next week on Patreon, guys. Yep. Keep creeping. All right, keep creeping. True crime, guys. In the desert, we like a mirage. It's okay if you clicked on us because you thought we was true crime garage. Now we ain't mad at you. Sit down, let us talk at you. I'm talking to the creeper army. We out here making murder. Get murder. Get murder. In the desert, we like a mirage. It's okay if you clicked on us because you thought we was true crime garage. Now we ain't mad at you. Sit down, let us talk at you. I'm talking to the creeper army. We out here making murder charming. Yeah.